Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 101st episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition, The Endless Labyrinth. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Hi, my name is George. I am playing William Grows Matrices. He is a Foster and Arun of the Glasswalkers. Last time, the packs moved through the Sept of the Desert Snow, trying to find allies for the Pharah. The Pharah agreed that five other Garu would be allowed to join them in their dive into the cave network in the attempt to stop Zumahi. The packs begin to move towards the Pharah after being met by a manifestation of Zumahi. The Pharah look over, seeming to be pleased with the selections that they made. You arrive at the clearing and you see the five as well as the members of Older Brother that you've brought with you. The mountain lion spirit bows and moves to the side as Earth Pillar goes. We sensed a great worm presence. Is everything all right? Eagle's been consumed. Zuma, he's appeared and spoken. Damn. Judith goes, I'm glad you've brought a couple of these two. Good move. It seems that they were investigating the caves as well. Yes? Yes, they were. Good. That means that we can start triangulating things. Come over here. As she starts snapping at Kyle, going, You! Photographic memory. Now! Yeah, sure. And I'll start going over everything I remember. They pull out a map, a topographic map, of where the cave network is, and they start drawing based off your memory. They start drawing basis, basics off of what Earth Pillar remembers in his investigations, as well as some of 10,000 Riddles and some of Snow Treaders, and sings old songs. You notice a pattern, and it looks like several of these paths start to converge, and this, this convergence point is a spot no one else, no one has gotten to yet. There are branches that go off in different directions, but you do start to notice the pattern of the convergence. Well, we've got our lead, I'd say. As Snow Treader goes, we do. The question is, is which path is the fastest? And I think we all agree that the best path is in the Umbra, regardless of Bane's, given the poison gas. I will nod. <sighs> so it looks like this path here to the north and the path you all took are the two closest or the two shortest ones, at least, to this convergence point. Though, both are not close to this, our point here. Ah, damn, says Judith. So that becomes a question now. Do we split up to better our chances, or do we go together? I believe this is a situation where we have strength in numbers. Seems likely. But if we have to fight, it could get very cramped. Earth Pillar told us that he dared not go outside of his near-man form. Guards the Loria. 
Do you still have that fetish that... Or it's Loria. Are you still in possession of the fetish that Mindscaping you had, the communication device? I am. Uh, but unfortunately, just the half of it. Hmm. That is unfortunate. I was going to recommend just staying in close communication range in the Umbra. Perhaps maybe we could have coordinated somehow in separate groups, but in close vicinity to each other. I know this might sound like a weird question, but journeying laughter, do you have a cell phone by chance? I do. She holds it up. Easy peasy. We can share phone numbers. Well, you could probably share phone numbers with Bill's matrices here. Grow's matrices. Grow's matrices. I apologize. The question is, is would you are, would our particular devices be able to work in the Umbra? Are they attuned mine, for that? Mine is not. We would have to awaken the spirit of a nearby cell tower. Yeah, mine does not work either in the Umbra. Do any of you have the right of spirit awakening? We could find a cell tower and then awaken the spirit of it. I unfortunately still haven't learned that. Since we are working with the other Garu, could we, could we not howl at each other? Or... I suppose in the heat of the moment, it would take too much time. We could howl, but how far will the howl carry in a cave network? And how would we be able to centralize where it came from? That's a good point. It's still a good idea. That's what this is all about. We're trying to think of good ideas. How long do you think it would take for, if we split up into two parties, each party to get to their separate entrance and to the convergence point. That's the real question, isn't it? As Soars Through Ice Storms goes, the problem is that according to Earth Pillar, every time he tried to explore, the cave network got more elaborate. Yes. The reason I ask is because if we could set a time to meet at that convergence point, if possible, if we could like even an outside ballpark number um and the other group did not show within that time frame then we could go through the convergence point and through into their system of tunnels basically and see if we could find them that way see if they're in trouble but if they're getting if the tunnels are getting extremely elaborate while you're exploring then that's not going to help a whole lot I have a suggestion that might help us in both scenarios, regardless what's chosen. What if Speaks with Sweet Whispers and I summoned Wind Spirits to just blow out some of the Banes out? The weakling ones to try to weed out at least some of the numbers. It's, Maybe we'd be able to go deeper and further. It's certainly worth a try, though how strong would the wind have to be? Because, well... The wind doesn't exist. Down there. Yep. And we risk having a wind spirit completely consumed by whatever's down there. You do speak wisdom. I don't know about splitting up. If it's a labyrinth and the ground keeps on changing, it won't matter if we can talk if we can't find you. We've put all of our we've put everything we've had into this now. Like what we could of who could work together. I think it's an all or nothing play and we all go together. Alright. If we don't get there all in time together, then we can't do it as half a group anyway. Alright. Agreed. Is there anything else we need to do before we go, then? Logistically and tactfully, I can't think of any, but spiritually, faith, harden yourself. There's something special that was made to bind Zumahi to its prison. Judith finally goes, 
I don't know about special. I don't know what the material of its prison is. All I know is the ritual that we found that is our last hope. And that this ritual will require permanent gnosis from the users. And if not enough gnosis is used, Zumahi might be free anyway. Or if there is a Karen close by, as you see the five older brothers eyes kind of widen, it will take from there and permanently weaken the Karen. I'll assume right now that all that gnosis that it just took is helping it escape. Likely. The only reason I think we can do this plan, Judith says frankly, is because Zumahi will be weakened from millennia of imprisonment, meaning that their powers will be at their lowest point. And that's the only thing that gives us a sliver of hope. Before we go, I'll need to heal and recover Gnosis from the combat at the Cairn. Understood. So if anyone would like to meditate, it'll take an hour. Wits Enigmas, Diff 8. It's nighttime, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm down three health. So if someone would like to use Mother's Touch on me, I'm happy to return the favor. I gotcha. Heal right. the shit uh, out of Kyle. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> so fucking healthy. Zeb's range is three, so you should got, be all right. I got two ag, so I could use a mother's touch. Sure, I gotcha. Alrighty, sweet. And I got a mother's touch if somebody needs it. Uh, Sig, what's your rage? My rage is three. Is it permanent or current? Permanent. Three. And I am completely healed. Thank you, sir. Zeb needs the heal from one of you two, please. I'll take. I'll do it for you. His rage is three. Healed the shit out of Zeb. Mark just puts his hand on Zeb's head and then nope, just... Be healed! Nope, it's pouring water and licking licking wounds. So basically the pharaoh just go, all right, we're almost ready. And everyone's just licking each other. <laughs> like, oh, that, sure. fr- that frostbite looks awful. <laughs> You're all take care of each other's wounds. And are healed as you guys get to the start of the tunnel as it opens up and it almost looks like it's bellowing shadows into the night i'll go first i guess all right as you all start stepping in it looks vastly different the walls almost appear like they're handcrafted roughly hewn stone that go up possibly 10, 20 feet. And above you, you see the dim sky inside the cave with thousands of dead and dying stars flickering in and out of the skies above. And there are seven branches in front of you within the first 10 feet of this place. On the plus side, you may now shift into Krynos and have a bit of ability to maneuver behind each other, but it will still be very tight and combat will be difficult, especially with this many together now. Even like, even with like the cave stars, how dark is it? Would you say, can we see easily or? It's fairly dark. Think of it as walking outside during a new moon. Okay. Okay. So we can save Lambent Sight for a little while later, I suppose. Instead of turning to Krynos, Mark will actually turn to Glabros. Okay. Or Glabro. 
Glabro. All right, you shift into Glabro. Anyone else shifting? Yeah, I'll, I'll also shift into Glabro. I think I'll shift to Lupus, actually. Okay. Krynos for Kyle. And I will go ahead and shift into Glabro and put my pistol at the ready. Okay. And so now would be the time for like Unicorn's Arsenal, Resist Pain, yeah, such just, like that. Just mention those gifts. All right, yeah. we'll do. So for uh, Mark Guides the Fallen, he just needs to spend a willpower for Resist Pain and then a Gnosis to activate Unicorn's Arsenal. Okay. I'll go ahead and activate Hands Full of Thunder. Okay. Just by spending one point of Gnosis, I will not run out of ammunition for the scene. Perfect. I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna activate Fangs of Judgment and resist pain. All right. I'll go ahead and do Call of the Wild. Two points of rage to everyone. Dimitri's howl. Um. I would like to activate resist pain, and three direct pain. All right. So Zebel shipped to Krenos, and I had two questions for Gibski because I have I have Heaven's Guidance, which is innate direction sense, and Umbral mm-hmm. Tether. I was. I'm figuring at some point they're going to flicker out. And so that's the whole thing is that I will be looking to see when it's like, don't know where I am and can't find my way out. Um, okay. And so just, just declare now that he's got him. So when it's like, why the hell are you asking me that? As figuring if that's the point when I know that we're either where we want to be or we're really fucked. But okay. no matter what, uh, I, I was toying with, I told Kyle, I was toying with doing Mark of the Death Wolf and just filling these caverns full of ghosts. But I don't think we're going to do that. So, uh, okay. Pass on, pass on filling the evil chasm of the worm with restless dead. All right, so um, Umbral what was the other one? Uh, it's Heaven's Guidance. So all, they're both passive, um, but it's just innate direction sense than having the silver cord to find your way out of the Umbral. Got it. Cool. Because I ain't got no combat gifts. Gotcha. All right. You all activate your gifts. The members of Older Brother do the same for them, as you see Mage Killer activating... Razor Claws, as well as some other gifts. You see Sing's old songs grow beautiful wings. And you notice that Heather, being clever as she is, shifts to lupus form like Korra, and then uses and activates Mind Speak, and keeps in contact with, spends a point of willpower for, Sing's old songs, Kyle guards the low, Zeb speaks in sweet whispers, and Judith, so that you can all enter a mind realm and talk without having to verbally communicate, though it'll make the world around you hazy. But it gives you a chance to convene and possibly communicate with one another. It's as long as you are within line of sight of each other, you can communicate that way. How would you like to proceed? Can we make a fairly educated guess as to which of the seven tunnels is the one that we want? You can have a bit of a guess. So, to navigate these caves, I will need, from one person, is Perception Survival Diff 9. It'll be an extended roll. So, whoever has the highest. It is Mark who will be trying to guide guide you through this. He's guiding the fallen. Mm-hmm. I like that. As you start picking the first corridor and start moving along down these corridors, uh, all of you who are not in Glabro or Hamid, you start to get the distinct feeling that the ground feels soggy 
moist and fleshy, despite having the appearance of stone. Like walking on day-old chicken left out in the sun with your bare feet. This seems awfully familiar. You heard it here for, for first, folks. That's how Sam spends her weekends. No, yes, that's exactly <laughs> just walking over. <laughs> Gross, soggy chicken. Spread out in the parking lot, just walking over. Mm-hmm. Yes, soggy things, e- eating soggy things, disgusting. But I like spending my weekends walking on soggy things. <laughs> as you keep going along, you keep noticing as you move through the dim stars guiding you underground the walls hanging hanging like i said about 10 20 feet you like to continue your exploration rolls kyle would like to ask one of the members of older brother probably the elder are there any hives or spirals nearby that are known none that we know of we've been able to keep this place oddly prosperous most of the enemies of the Karen are those trying to exploit the land. Why we've been able to keep Endron out for as long as we have. But this, of course, has left us open to Zoltan. Considering how uh, powerful this has grown in the last week or so, we may just need to be on guard, thinking that it could have called out for something else to join it. That is probable. As Wind Tamer goes, Takes a deep breath, points to the sky, points to what appears to be a limit of the walls, points to the sky again, points to the Korax, points to the ill omens, and points to sings old songs. Are we noticing an incongruity here, my fellow Pharaoh? I'll hush the ceiling up at this point. We were looking at the size of us. I was saying that it it looks like the sky's above you and that the walls are 20 feet. Yeah, I guess we go up and take a look. As you fly up, you're actually able to get up about 30 feet before you notice that there's like a web blocking you from flying higher. That web also stops you from flying over the walls. However, it does give you a vantage point where you can get a better lay of the labyrinth. And this better lay will allow you to communicate that to Mark and decrease the difficulty of your navigation rolls as your hand touches and it feels like spider silk covered in day-old bacon grease. Is this similar to some of the stuff that we encountered going into the to the umbra before, into the pattern web? Not quite. It's the pattern web with something else on it. Slick. Gross. Making it the, almost... The ichor of corruption. Yeah. All right, then does Mark want to make his next roll since you've got that uh, bonus? Not, not bonus, but kind of... Anyway. Yeah, Zeb, as you start calling down to try and give directions to Mark. Mark, you can make another perception survivor roll, but it is diff six this time. As you get a better lay of the land, you start moving through, moving through patterns and things like that, getting trying to reach closer and closer. I'll need another roll, diff six again. Each roll represents about an hour of exploration. All right. As you get into a semi-open area, three spirals step out and an army of well over 30 scrags. All of these scrags seem taller, more muscular, their chitinous armor filled with 
spikes dripping with venom. And so the groups have to divide up into battles. Are you guys going to take the take a group of the three spirals plus another four scrags or the remaining remaining scrags divided in half? This is out of character opinion. Spirals. Cause Devgaru, they need to die. Well, if we're talking out of character, that would probably be better to save face in front of the Pharah too. I just need a decision. What's your preference? Three, two, one, choose. I like spirals. Spirals. <laughs> spirals. Did we all, all choose right. spirals? You did. You yeah. all chose spirals. So I'm gonna need your rolls for combat, please. All right. Scrag two is going to. Who would be in the front? I guess Cora's in front, so gonna attack Korra. Scrag 2 is going to incite Frenzy in Korra. Scrag 4 is going to attack Mark. Actually, Scrag 4 is gonna use Umbral Quake. Philodox is going to activate Jam Technology on William. Scrag 3 is going to attack. I'm gonna go with Zeb. Dimitri. Uh, I'm gonna activate Call of the Wild and then spend a rage to dodge. Alright. Call of the Wild and dodge? Yep. Kyle? I'm going to spend three rage and I'm going to dodge and then claw the thurge three times. Mark? Mark's going to go after the same Thurge. He's going to spend a Rage to turn into Krynos, and then he'll uh, claw Adam, and then spend another Rage to dodge. Okay. Zebulon? Uh, I was going to check, was it Scrag 4 is the one that's attempted to do the, the Quake? Yeah. The Umbral Quake? Yep. All right. Uh, I will spend two Rage. Uh, the first one will be Insta Shift to Krynos, an extra action to dodge, and then the Claw attack. I thought you were already Krenos. I was not. I was in Hispo. Oh, okay. No, I thought I remember you saying Chris, uh, Krenos. Ah, uh, and it's only. If I did, oh, sorry. It was a blatant mistake. No, go ahead. All right, the they're just going to spend a point of rage. Spend a point of rage to dodge, and then they're going to claw, or they're going to bite Kyle. William, I'm going to fly up into the air uh-huh. and spend two points of rage to three-round burst. And who are you doing it to? To the Philodox. Cora? I'm going to attack Scrab, Scrag 1, dodge, and for Scrag 1, I'm going to two bites and a dodge. Cool. Sounds good. Arun, the Arun, given that they see no one is attacking them, is going to spend two points of rage to activate Acid Talons and Razor Claws. So there they go. So you see them sharpening their claws as you see acid leaking out of their hands and dripping down their hands. Cora, roll your bite attack against the Scrag, please. The Scrag is just gonna soak. It's all rollover. And so, Cora, you do one point of aggravated damage to the Scrag, and roll again. 
All right, and so eight rollover for my second attack. So you did um, three points of ag, and you destroyed Scrag one. William, as you burst into the air and you try and fire your weapon. All right, that's all rollover. So you shoot, you fly up in the air, as you do a three-round burst as the bullets come in, and you see two bounce off, and the third literally shatter right off the sternum of the spiral. All roll over again. <laughs> you fire again, and the spiral, it goes straight, the three bullets go for the spiral's eye as it puts up its hand to block it, and the bullets just land into the hand, and it flings the studded bullets into the wall unharmed. Thurge is gonna bite Kyle, and so it launches, it bites you, Kyle. The spiral goes, it leaps. Kyle, it bites your arm. It tries to grab as you flex your your the muscles in your forearm, preventing the teeth from puncturing as you fling it down, and the spiral lands back and slides, growling at you animalistically. You just brought yourself closer to danger. Zebulon. All right, this will be that diving uh, attack against... Uh... Scrag number four. Yep, as you shift into Krynos, as you rush, swinging your claws at him. It's two roll over. And you do two points of aggravated damage as you rip into the Scrag as blood and pus leak around your claws and a chunk of chitinous armor goes flinging and crashing against the stone walls before landing with a plop on a what appeared to be solid stone as the armor itself kind of wiggles and screams as you see little, like, insectoid legs shrieking as the armor dies, but upon closer inspection, they were actually human feet. All right. Next is... Mark. All right. So, charging at the spiral thurge that Kyle just threw down on the ground... The claw attack is going to kind of be kind of like a cool drag across the ground and try to kind of swipe up kind of deal okay. on his side. So I good thing I got this. And it doesn't soak. So you do two points of aggravated damage to the spiral as your claws rip along the ground, cutting into the flank of the spiral ripping up as chunks of flesh and blood and fur just splash against the wall. That particular spiral now has minus two dice to its attack pool until that wound is healed. All right. All right, Kyle. All right, so first is my frenzy roll. All right. Oh, but I... It's supposed to be five. I messed that up. Sorry about that. Uh, I think... The result is the same. The results are the same, yes. Yeah. All right, so claw. As you Uh. slash at the thurge, and the spiral pushes away as your claws clank. Though they clank into the ground as if it were solid stone, you still get that kind of mushy splash with your hand. All right, second claw. All right, it fails to dodge. In fact, add one extra roll over die. Fantastic. All right. Kyle, as it tries to leap away, it loses its footing and slips as your second claw comes in and you rake it right into the throat of the spiral. 
grab a hold as your fingers pierce the other side and rip down as its tongue is hanging down off of its sternum, as the flesh and windpipe are torn down through the back of its jaw and raking down, striking the sternum as you let go and the creature must make its rage roll. And the creature fails as it wobbles slightly before shifting into a mutilated wolf and collapsing upon the ground. All right, so I had one more claw, so I think I'm going to roll willpower to try and change my action. All right. Uh, that's diff eight? Diff eight. No. Damn. As the wolf hits the ground and your claws strike again and you smash the skull as brains, brains, eyes, fur, and blood just splatter everywhere. All right, Dimitri. All right, that's my roll. 31. Wait. You forgot T6 F1. Oh. It just added everything together. (laughs) 31 rage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a minus one, but it's not a botch. Yeah, so you didn't. So you try and howl for inspiration, but it falls on deaf ears as everyone is too distracted by Kyle's very impressive kill. (laughs) Your thunder has been stolen. God damn it, Kyle. Scrag 3 comes in as it rushes for Zeb. As you see it raise its elbow and try and bring it down and you notice the blade upon it as the blade or the, the kind of chitinous protrusion. As the protrusion slips back like an, an orifice opening up and you see a hypodermic needle poking out as it comes in to strike Zebulon. As it comes down and it misses as it strikes the earth and the flesh slides back to protect the ne- needle as it The arm swings back and the scrag looks at you, bloated face, shifting teeth as it chitters at you. Filthy guy in. All right, jamming technology on William. All right, your gun is jammed for, what is it, four rounds, I believe. Yep, so your gun is jammed for four rounds. All right, scrag four. Umbral Quake. So first off, everyone roll Soak and subtract that from the six successes and that's how much bashing you take. As chunks of the ceiling somehow reform and start falling and piling onto you, striking you from the air and the whole place starts to get more confined in places as once that happens, the tunnelway behind you all completely collapses, separating you from your Farah and older brother allies. Alright, Scrag 2 is attacking Korra. Korra's dodging. Well, maybe she is. It's a pretty good roll. She ain't dodging. She botched that dodge. Korra, you're too used to just charging in and beating the shit out of things. So, when you should have been jumping back, you were jumping forward and your brain went no, Korra, not now! As the Scrag launches its claws forward into your chest. Uh, roll soak, please. Hey, you took only Love one it. point of aggravated damage as the claws strike you in the air. As you stop, you hold there for a second before you lightly, the Scrag can't hold you anymore, and you lightly land on your feet right in front of it. <laughs> All right, Scrag 2 is going to continue to attack Korra. Fantastic. Scrag 4 is going to attack Zeb. 
Philodox is going to use his spiral equivalent of call to duty and summon all the gas spirits around him and then pull out a lighter. Oh, man. And then also activate Master of Fire so that it just does bashing to him. Scrag 3 is going to do a ready action to defend and body tackle anyone who comes close to Philodox. Dimitri. I'll use distraction on the Scrag. Scrag 3? Scrag 3, yes. Okay, perfect. Kyle. Cora, are you going to attack the Philodox then? I think that might be best since I'm second. Do you want to throw me at the Philodox? Or does Mark want to throw me at the Philodox? I could throw you. But that would put me after William and Zep, which is okay. I mean, theoretically, it shouldn't make a difference. Right. Just because we're all next to each other. Right. And if I'm being thrown at the Philodox, then the Scrag really can't body tackle me. Right? Uh, I mean, he can go... Boom! Not in my house. Well, after I <laughs> land, sure. But he can't body tackle me out of the sky. I mean, you're getting thrown at the Philodox, though. Like, you're, you're being <clears throat> a missile at him. He can absolutely Fair. get in the way and tackle you midair. True enough, okay. If he does, that'll One, be fine. We can all hold our action till after Dimitri's thing, because it won't make a difference. Us, right. Assuming anyone who's involved in that, right? Right. Okay. Mark or Kyle? Who's stronger? That could possibly be me. I have nine strength in my Kranus form. Then it's you. Okay. Okay. Kyle, what are you doing? Uh, I am going to spend one rage, and I'm going to dodge, and I'm going to use Dazzle. And I think I'm going to aim that at the Arun. And strength of purpose, I can activate at any time, I think. I believe so. I don't remember what it does. It lets me regain willpower. I think there's a roll for it, so it's actually an action. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's fair. All right, then I'm good. You're good? Okay. Yeah. Mark? Definitely going to be helping out Korra with this fastball special thing. Spend a rage to dodge, just in case. Okay. And then would I be able to use willpower on... Throwing, uh, yes. The throw itself. Yes, you okay, can. yeah. All right, and that happens then. All right, yes. so I'm done then. Zebulon? All right, um, I'm going to expend two rage, one for an extra attack action, and one to dodge, and it'll be against Scrag 4. And you biting or clawing Scrag 4? Two claws. Cool. William? I would like to throw my gun as a diversion as I charge forward at scrag four okay and then i would like to spend a rage unless it's two rage to actually attack twice it would be two rage or it'd be two rage to attack twice yes okay essentially i'm trying to use my gun as pocket sand yeah okay uh are you're are you still in glabro oh form? yeah so actually i would like to uh use one of my rage to shift into krinos and then claw once Awesome. Cora? I would like to spend a point of rage to dodge, spend a point of rage to change to Krannus form in midair after I'm thrown, 
and then spoin a p spend a point of rage for a claw, and then my normal attack is another claw. And that's going to be the Philodox? Yes. Awesome. Arun. Since the Arun is getting dazzled, they are going to spend four points of rage, and they're going to attack, they're going to claw Kyle five times. I'm so glad you chose to dodge. <laughs> I mean, it might not be enough. <laughs> I, I mean, there. Got him on the first dodge, another four, huh? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and because of Razor Claws, it's diff five for Claw. And it's soak seven. Okay, Kyle, please roll Rage. As the spiral just rushes in, grabs Kyle, and rakes as acid leaks into his body as you see black veins shooting through the ragged flesh as his rib cage goes flying across the cage and his organs spill out. As you heal four points of aggravated damage, Kyle. So now I have an important question. So when I enter a frenzy, I can use Swallow Rage. Uh-huh. But I don't know how that works. Like, will I still receive the healing that I need you to did. live? Yes, you will. Okay. Then I guess I will use Swallow Rage. Okay. Uh, and now I'm not frenzied, but, but I took some lethal. <laughs> as your ribcage forms, it it forms slightly wrong forevermore, unless you get a mi Mother's Touch this scene. If you take more than three points of damage, your ribs will re-break and you will take an additional point of lethal as they've grown back slightly twisted and fragile. Attack two. You may dodge, though. Oh, no. The claws enter, and the spiral grabs a hold of Kyle. He is raked, and he is ripped in half as your friend from the beginning falls. As the ground seems to rip open and awaken as tiny versions of Kyle through all stages of his life, in all of his forms, grab and rip away the remainder of his gnosis as they begin sliding through the cave to feed the beast. That's only one gnosis, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> Look at the bright side of things. <laughs> Joke's on you, Worm. Kyle only had one gnosis. <laughs> all right, the smile still has three attacks left, so he's going to spend a point of willpower and change his action. Doesn't succeed. Uh, actually... Uh, after that scene, I need Cora and Mark to roll frenzy rolls. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they they gotta. You do not frenzy, Mark. And you do not frenzy, Cora. Alright. William, you throw the gun. That's gonna give you a plus one to your attack roll. As you do one point of damage to the Scrag. Alright. Next is... Zeb. I guess this will be bullet hit number one against Scrag four. All right, that's all rollover. All right, that's four four ag as Scrag four goes down. I'm going to uh, do the willpower roll to try to change my target. All right. No dice. Dice. As you go in, you grab the, you grab the Scrag, you turn, you see Kyle go down, as in shock and horror, your hand convulses and twists and the Scrag's head explodes like a melon. All right. 
Uh, Mark, you're holding your action till Dimitri does his distraction. So roll me wits performance, Dimitri. The difficulty is the Scrag's willpower, which is seven. It's, yeah, one it's the same. It's one success. So it for one turn, it has a minus three. All right. So, Mark, I need you to make your roll to throw Korra. Boom! You Tom Brady Korra. Tom so Brady my- when, when no jets are around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my 11 is dex athletics. So Is that? Okay. So diff yeah. six. So you, you succeeded. You landed on your feet. You may now, you've shifted into Krynos, you may now attack. Fantastic. Woohoo, good job. Thank you. All rollover. So you did so that's seven, seven minus two, so you did five damage to Scrag three. Jesus. All right. Fucking so, Cora, Mark picks you up as a wolf, spirals you perfectly as you're spinning in the air, you shift into Krynos, shooting past the Scrag that tries to hit you. Shift into Krynos, and you just start wailing on the Philodox, ripping him to shreds and destroy him as his lighter hits the ground. Nothing happens. No spirits are called. Ooh. Ooh. Scrag attacks where Korra was. Can't attack. All right. Scrag 2 is going to once again use the gift Insight Frenzy on Korra, and they're going to move over to Kyle's body to get bonus dice by defiling the body, laughing and playing in his entrails to drive her up the wall. Let's say they'll get two two bonus dice for that. Scrag 3 and their failed body tackle will turn and attack Korra as she is in his range. All right, so next is Dimitri. Uh, I'm going to join Seven William and wishboning the Arun. Oh, um, and I'll also spend a race shift into Krynos. All right. Mark? Mark's going to charge the, what is it? The Scrag that tried, tried to body tackle Korra. Okay, Scrag In, in midair. Scrag three, and because he's trying to get to uh, Kyle's body, but still sees enemy in front of him, he's gonna do claw attack, spend two rage for two more claw attacks on the Scrag that tried the body tackle Sam or Cora. Scrag two, which is the one that tried to attack Cora last round, but failed because she was no longer there at the bottom okay. of the initiative, and that's the one that's rubbing Kyle's entrails on him. We're going to go for that one. So yeah, atta- we're going to so, go for him. Okay, attacking Scrag Three you. claw attacks. Yes. Perfect. Zeb? I'll hold my action until Dimitri acts, and I'll be participating in the wishbone maneuver. My only question is, can I expend a rage for an extra dodge action? Yes. We, this I will expend, and then I'll participate in the maneuver on my main action. William? Ooh. I will do the same. Hold my action to Dimitri's turn. Spend a point of rage to dodge and also wishbone. All right. And then finally, Cora. I'm going to do three claw attacks on Scrag 3. And if it dies within the first two, I'm going to try and spend a willpower to attack 2. All right. Make that. Uh, well, we'll do that when we get there then. Yes. 
the Arun, seeing that Dimitri is both not in Cranus and not dodging, is going to spend two points of rage, one to dodge, and then it's going to spend... and then claw him twice. All right, you took six damage, so you're still up. Second, uh, right. second attack. Four ag. I need a rage roll, Dimitri. All right. All right. Diff eight, please. You healed two ag as your body restitches together as the Arun comes at you. Slash massive damage as you feel your jaw kind of crack and crumble as it gets thrown across the ground as you land you desperately grab your jaw as you slam it back into its socket as steam's pouring out as your body's trying to stitch it together before the spiral comes back grabs and gives you an a socket to match zebs as he rips out the eye the nerve comes out with a bit of brain hanging off the edge of it as you regen the brain matter and the nerve but the socket is empty forevermore do the right thing william all right, Cor. All righty. You fucked that Scrag up. <laughs> that Scrag is dead. That as Scrag you come is... in, as you just go, Kyle, as you rip the Scrag in half <laughs> and you fling one at the Arun, it misses the Arun wildly, but it hits the stones behind and it smashes the cave out of the way. The cave explodes nice. out in your fury as you throw another one, the other half, saving the Gorel who is getting attacked by the other Scrag. As the Scrag goes down and the Gorel turns and his eyes widen at the corpse of Ky- Kyle as you see conflict in the back of his mind. Can I spend that willpower now? Yeah, spend that willpower and roll. See if you can change it. You're able to change your action. <laughs> okay. And now we go for... Scrag 2. Alright, go for Scrag 2. Scrag 2 absorbs two of it, but it's not enough. As you catch some of the armor, the Scrag hisses at you, and you just shriek in its face as you rip the claw down. The chitin explodes out as you see bodies and corpses dumping out of the body of the Scrag before it collapses in death. (laughs) Alright, so you guys will go on Zeb's turn instead then as you are in tune for that. Begin your wishbone. Holy shit. Well done. You guys knock the Arun, or actually the Arun gets to dodge. He was designed as a glass cannon, so, and proved proved as such. They do not successfully dodge. Uh, It's not a rollover, it's just straight damage from a bite. Yeah. Yeah. Spiral gets to soak, though. Add them all together, you did... Three ag to the spiral. Which is enough to move remove a body part, right? That's if one of us does oh, three. Oh, one of us three. does three uh, Yeah. Well, I did, but... Uh. <laughs> well, yeah. All right, so, well, yeah, you'll rip, a, you'll rip an arm off, and the spiral spends a point of willpower to activate resist pain. And... Dimitri, roll a... Actually, is your gnosis higher than your rage? At the moment, it is not. I mean permanent. Um, oh, permanent? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. All right, then you get to attack the Arun because you're only surrounded by pack mates. All right. Since I can't wishbone, would that just be you a... You just bite. A... You're biting because you're a wolf. You're, that's what oh. a wolf typically does. 
Right. <laughs> As you bite and the spiral jumps out of the way. Dimitri, how much rage do you have left? I have five temporary. All right. Roll one D5 for me. Or I'm sorry, one D. Uh, what's your permanent rage? Uh, my permanent rage is at four. All right. Roll, uh, roll a D2 for me then. Okay. It's one D2. You spend two points of rage and you bite the spiral three times in your frenzy. All right. Mark, what are you doing? Actually, it's just the one spiral. I'm going to say you guys are going to trounce him because that's absolutely what's going to happen this round. So you guys tear the Arun apart and Earth Pillar walks over. And as he takes a deep breath. What happened? The spiral got him. Mark is going to, while transforming into Hamid, in tears running towards the corpse of Kyle. Okay. As you pro- you run up to Kyle's corpse, trying to hold what's left, though, the unfortunate bit is that it is more, more mush than Kyle at this point. He's gonna, on his knees be kind of slump-shouldered and start cr- crying and whimpering of so much left unsaid. I didn't have a ch- I didn't even have a chance to talk about it with him about Nightbiter and just continue to whimper. Cora's just gonna like go down like hug her knees and just cry because there's nothing else for her to hug real really. Double kind of turned Kidigan. Look at his boys first, then over to the Grawl. Tell me, Earth Pillar, that your people can't turn this back. Can't hold death back at the gate. Can't do something in this case and put aside your hate. Take one goddamn action. For once and help the f- help us, the Guru, and those who would curse you destroy your people. I know the hate runs deep. Look now. This started the War of Rage, what you ask! That boy was no part of it. And he knew he served your totem, your people, there. He went to find you. He kept your secret. He knew it. Just him. Not all of us. Fine. Just him. Look at him. Him. Now. I see him! I see him there! Now! Here! He's coming here with all of us, with you, to stop that. We're in. There's no one else coming. This place is dangerous to perform it here. You know that. If you know the legends, a Bane could possess his corpse. Please. Please. Coral, stand up and turn. Earth Pillar, it is so completely unfair for us to ask you to perform that right. I will not ask or beg. I will just let you know that if you choose your choice, if you choose to perform that right, though I know full well you have every right to say no, that you will be, it will be so appreciated. The corpse is still warm. As you see him grow into his full Krynus form, standing well over 12 feet tall, and he cradles the body of Kyle, or what's left of it, and it appears almost like an infant to him. As he takes a deep breath, His lungs fill, and you see him cough out blackness as he takes another deep breath. And he does his best, and he leans over, and he opens his mouth as he gives out a breath 
a breath into Kyle as he gathers and sacrifices a piece of himself and his very soul as a piece of permanent gnosis and permanent willpower leave him forever as he will have to spend he will now have to spend more time and experience to increase his strength though luckily for you bears are stubborn and he must roll charisma occult diff six as he breathes in and you see the wounds stitch up and Kyle's heals six points of damage as his body in Hamid form reforms, his clothes torn in half as they fall aside and he's covered in dry blood, nearly naked, as he gasps for air as his soul is ripped from the other side. Mark will just be surprised and... Kyle! as Earth Pillar cradling Kyle as if he was an infant in his giant Krinos arms, slowly puts him back onto the ground. What? Why? The Talon comes, and there are no others who can help us now. Cora will join them over at Kyle. Kyle's not dead body anymore. <laughs> and, like, kind of put her hand on Earth Pillar's shoulder. It's no, you can't. He's 12 feet tall. On his arm? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> his forearm? Because she's yeah. not that tall. <laughs> um, she'll put her hand on his forearm and kind of give it like a little squeeze because she doesn't know how he'd do with like a hug, which is what she really wants to do. And through her tears, just... Thank you, Noble Earth Color. Thank you so so much. The cost may be greater than he's willing to pay, depending on what happens with the Destroyer. As you just hear the howls in the distance. But we will see how that plays out next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. Well, I'll catch you in that next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye.